If you've been following the Sociology Podcast since I launched it in 2021, you will be aware of the Reverse Psychology subseries, which is basically unpopular Chicago opinions from Chicago. You will also be aware of the SAT, the Sociology Awareness Test, where I quiz random Chicagoans about different questions in regards to Chicago history and culture. Well, this Black History Month, I'm introducing the Chicago Goats subseries. This is basically a black Chicago history blitz that details and gives brief summaries of different black Chicagoans that lived in our city and did great things in their respective careers and left a huge impact not on the city but on the entire world. So without further ado, let's get into it. From Harold Washington to Harold's Chicken and everything in between and beyond, this is Sociology. There's a social media challenge floating around currently that's prompting people to post pictures of themselves when they were 21 years old. And I participated in this challenge. I posted a picture of myself in a purple and black cardigan with a dog tag chain. It looks like I was at a kickback at college. Um, I also posted another picture of me holding a bottle of Sutter Home wine, taking a selfie in a bathroom mirror. And that picture was intended to be a joke. But the bigger joke was, where did I get a bottle of Sutter Home wine from and why was I holding it? Um, but... That was me when I was 21. I was an extrovert. Outside of graduating from college, my biggest priorities was where the party at and when we gonna go to the party. Um, when we gonna go to the liquor store so we can get a fifth of Remy. Those were my priorities when I was 21 years old. 14 years have passed now. I'm 35 years old. Time flies when you're having fun. But unfortunately, the chairman, Fred Hampton Sr., was taken from us far too early. He was 21 years old when he was assassinated when the FBI and the Chicago Police Department conspired to do this evil act and when they took away fellow Black Panther Mark Clark, who was 22 years old at the time. You see, Fred Hampton Sr. was born August 30th, 1948. He grew up in Maywood, which is a west suburb of Chicago in Cook County. And from very early on, he displayed traits of leadership. You know, he was cooking and preparing food for fellow kids in the community, which would be a precursor to his role in the Black Panther Party's free breakfast program um, a couple years later. And just as a side note, the free breakfast program was not free. It was free for the people it was attended for, which was the children of the community, but it was not free. People had to pull together money. People had to pull together resources to purchase this food and prepare this food. I just want you to understand that next time you think churches and certain organizations don't deserve your money. But back to the point at hand, Fred Hampton Sr. displayed traits of leadership very early on. He attended Proviso East High School in Maywood and graduated with honors and varsity letters in 1966. But instead of enrolling in college after high school, Fred decided to tackle the University of Adversity and to tear it down. Because again, the 60s was very chaotic for America, but especially black America. Malcolm X was assassinated in 65. Dr. King was assassinated in 68. You had the Chicago 7 trial that was going on during this time. Fred Hampton Sr., the chairman, decided to tackle these issues head on and to fight for justice for the people. He created the multicultural political organization, the Rainbow Coalition. Um, for a short time, he brought peace among some of the Chicago street gangs. And unfortunately, that was ended when Cointel Pro engineered a rift between the Black Panthers and the Black Stone Rangers. Fred Hampton Sr. was a great orator, which is why he instilled so much hope into so many Chicagoans and so many people across the country because he was giving them life. He was giving them inspiration. He was a young man 
21 years old when J. Edgar Hoover deemed him as one of the most dangerous individuals in the country and then unfortunately that's when they installed a rat into the organization which ultimately led to his demise. It's very tragic, it's very unfortunate. The chairman Fred Hampton never got a chance to meet his son Fred Hampton Jr. At the time of his murder, he was the deputy chairman for the National Black Panther Party. and He was the chairman for the Black Panther Party here in Illinois. When you get a chance, listen to a former sociology episode I did with Layla Wills. Um, she is responsible for preserving a lot of these Black Panther sites in the city of Chicago to make them historic landmarks. Um, I did that episode last year. I will include the link in the bio to this episode. Very informative. But the legacy and the power of the chairman, Fred Hampton Sr., still looms large to this day. And again, he did all of this in three short years. Think about what you have done in three years. And I'm not saying this to shame you. I'm not saying this to shade you. But think about what you have done in three years. Think about what you were doing when you were 21 years old. Just like that social media prompt challenged us to post pictures of ourselves when we were 21. The pictures of Fred Hampton when he was 21 was speaking to large crowds, was feeding children, was fighting the good fight. Which is exactly what he did. Fred Hampton's body may not be with us in this realm, but his spirit is still very much present. He currently rests at the Bethel Cemetery in Hainesville, Louisiana, which is where his mother is from. And like he always said, you can kill a revolutionary, but you cannot kill the revolution. If you enjoyed this podcast, I ask for two things and I will love you forever. Number one, please engage with us on social media. So like, share, subscribe, and comment on whatever platform you're listening to it on. And number two, please make sure you pass on to a friend who will enjoy it as well.